Welcome back this time to episode four. I hope you found the uh, last segment, uh, six-part segment, uh, informative. Uh, things that we need to know. And, you know, I think I uh, raised some points, uh, some uh, gave some sources one could check to verify the information I put out. Uh, along the same topic, I, I just think today I recently heard Gianno Caldwell uh, is a, a Black Fox employee and uh, very well-spoken, and I enjoyed listening to his broadcast. He was talking about how his friends in California, a number of them would make fun of him for being a conservative. And now he's talking um, to these friends, uh, some which are starting to see the light and apparently are going to go the conservative direction the next time around. So hats off to him. Apparently he's been an influence to uh, some fellow uh, black friends. And uh, I think we're starting to see a change. Reminds me of another black male that I saw interviewed on Fox. Uh, his goal is to double the black conservative vote, uh, bringing it up to about 20% uh, before the next presidential election. So hats off to him. So it appears that blacks are starting to see the light that, that uh, conservatism is the way to go. Love for country. Uh, our belief in God, uh, belief in our uh, traditions that made the country great. The conservative direction is the way to go. Liberalism uh, just equates to more crime, uh, less safe cities, less safe country, uh, God out of the schools, uh, critical race theory, and beyond. They're just doing everything they can to ruin the country and change it. So, Hats off to the many uh, fine black Americans that are starting to see the light. Now, as we move on, I, uh, we have coming up, you certainly should know about this, but I'll bring it up for those that uh, don't follow the news in depth. So part of this reason for these segments are just to highlight certain things that you may not pick up if you don't watch the regular news. And that is today we're talking about Title 42. And uh, that's about about to be eliminated on um, May 23rd by the Biden administration. And that title would allow Border Patrol, or has allowed Border Patrol since it was enacted, to turn away people at the border often after 15, 20 minutes of processing. In other words, they don't get over the border. My understanding is that over 500,000 have been turned away because the Border Patrol had the power of title 42. Now, with people realizing the Biden administration is doing away with this, uh, again, it's a, a horrible, horrible uh, note to bring to you because not just the 500,000 uh, were turned away. Now, it, I'm told, it's been reported that perhaps up to 140,000 are waiting for this title to be lifted and they will be heading to the borders, hoping to uh, get over the U.S. border and uh, blend into society. So this is what the Biden administration and Democrats want. They want a uh, porous country. They want to flood the states with illegals. Ideally, they would love to uh, grant amnesty to them and then eventually have Democrat voters, the voting bloc increased uh, to a point to where Republicans could never win an election again. So there's what you have uh, facing us right at the moment, and we'll see what happens. But uh, there you have uh, your Democrat voters. Thank you. 
and uh, here, here's what you've done to our country, and it's not heading in a good direction. Among the many people, oh yes, uh, under the Biden administration, so far 42 known terrorists on the terrorist watch list have been apprehended. How many do you think got away beyond the 42? Only 42 we know of have been caught. Think what one terrorist can do. Think of Timothy McVeigh, what he did. One person able to bomb a building. He had help behind the scenes of uh, Terry Nickel. But uh, the bottom line is uh, one man was able to carry out the bombing. 168 people killed in Oklahoma City, as you recall, a number of years ago. Uh, over 600 wounded. So look at what one terrorist can do. And now we have many criminals, there's no question about it, flooding the borders with the many that do want to come over to do work. We, I'm sure there's a lot of fine people trying to uh, enter our country just to work and be uh, honest, uh, hardworking people. But uh, they have to be vetted because the criminal element uh, comes over with them. So that's just logic and pure fact. Now, I want to... Uh, talk just a little bit about one more thing on a subject. Um, the subway shooter, as you recall, a few weeks ago, here's a man that was uh, full of hatred. And again, the black Democrat, uh, the black Democrats are backing uh, the movement towards trying to keep our country in a racist mode. White liberals are right there with them. So together, they're trying to make everybody think that we are an extremely racist country, and we're not. And what they're doing, they're poisoning the mind of people's minds of people. This is a black individual that did the subway shooting in New York City. Uh, made many hateful remarks about whites and implying other races as well. Certainly, he had a hatred for Asian Americans as well as he did for whites. He had many postings pertaining to uh, this hatred, this deep hatred, which is festered by the constant cries of racism that we are always hearing from the left. So blood on their hands? Yes, I would say indeed. If you are always crying racism and you're making the less informed think this is such a racist nation, you are aiding and abetting without question in my mind. So thanks to you. Uh, we have a lot, a lot of people that are getting harmed every day as you keep uh, lighting the fire to this racism subject that really does not exist. Other than a little isolated case here uh, coming from both sides. In this case, of course, this black individual, the subway shooter, he was a racist. So racism uh, cuts across all lines, but we should not be fe uh, festering or broadening this particular subject and polluting the minds and causing it to fester within their thinking process. So enough on this subject, and I'm going to move ahead uh, just to remind you of a couple things here. Uh, as you know, uh, my background, of course, is law enforcement. That's where my career is. I mentioned in early segments uh, far back uh, that I wrote a book, uh, the Ladies Paladin, A Policeman's Guide for the American Woman and Western Thinker. I just wanted to invite, again, my name, John T. Delamater. I just wanted to uh, bring this up again because this text I wrote uh, with the women of my family in mind as I'm writing the whole thing. Uh, I call it the imperfect book 
with perfect message messaging. And I would urge you, um, I hate to see anybody have to spend a little money, but because it's nearly 700 pages, has a lot of information in it. Um, I would urge you to get a hold of a copy. And if you have uh, uh, the ebook, for example, uh, gosh, you can download it for under $10. So it'd be well worth it. Much there on self-defense, much there on uh, relationships. In fact, maybe more than you'd want to read. I don't even recommend you read it cover to cover. It's be like reading War and Peace, perhaps, for some. But uh, the, the fact is a lot of pages are a lot of information. But if you want to know about police, government, leadership, failures, successes, uh, and got some personal stories in there too, but uh, many police involvements I've had just to spark interest a little bit, but also some analysis of crimes, of victims, and uh, things that should have been done that weren't perhaps, and uh, it's to help you out and to understand laws about self-defense and uh, being able to protect yourself and to what degree, I think I cover that quite well. So you might want to take a look at that. And uh, again, uh, the book, I think it's a, it's a handsome looking book, um, probably up around the $25, $30 range at this point. But I urge you to take, take a look at it. And again, if you can do the ebook uh, thing, uh, under $10, really a good bargain. So till next time, uh, we'll sign off and I hope your day is going well. Take care now. Bye.